0: Good morning, good evening, good afternoon, whatever it is, (laughs) wherever you are, we are back again. Welcome back to the Couple School Podcast. I'm joined as always by the Lady of Love, Self Love herself, Charmaine Lawrence.
1: Hi guys, how you doing? How are you doing?
0: I'm good, although tired today. Tired, very tired. but, um, But I'm ready.
1: Yeah, I've got my notes today i going to try and get me. She, she
0: feels that she is prepared. I've
1: got my notes today, guys. She
0: feels she is prepared. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not convinced. I'm not certain. So, this week we are talking previous relationships.
1: Oh, a hot topic. <laughs> hot topic.
0: I have been waiting for this one for a while and you'll see why in a second. I'm going to delve right in to the steamy subject. Well, let's talk about sex.
1: You know, I love the topic.
0: Yes, sex. (laughs) Let's talk about sex. And I'm going to start off at a a very specific point. Mm -hmm. Now, should you tell your present partner how steamy it got with your ex?
1: Absolutely not. (laughs) I thought you were going to say
0: absolutely then.
1: No, why? I, I feel like we leave that in the past. We don't need to discuss that Lip with the new partner.
0: You're sharing, you're talking about no. situations, no, you're talking about things, no. you know, and, you know, you're talking no, about things. No,
1: Comparison is the thief of all joy. <laughs>
0: <laughs> you really did, you nearly made me dead my computer then.
1: But, so, it's just pointless because, I mean, you can share... Different things that you've tried or different things that you've done Mm -hmm. and stuff like that, what things you enjoyed in the past, what things you didn't enjoy in the past, but to go in like, oh my gosh, the best sex I ever had was with Daniel. (laughs) (laughs) And you're not Daniel. (laughs) You can't do that. You know, that is just... That's a no. You can't do that because then he's going to be like, Daniel, oh, like, why? What did Daniel do? What was so special about Daniel? Let like, alone if they... they Let like alone if they know crazy. Daniel. <laughs> exactly. And if you then meet Daniel in a supermarket, oh, hi, Daniel. And then you introduce Daniel to... And he's going to be thinking, wait a second, this is Daniel with his best sex ever. <coughs> like, you can't. You can't do it. You can't.
0: I'm on the fence with it. I'm on the, <laughs> I'm on the fence with it. I did... I, I went to a Tony Robbins seminar once and they got this woman talking about the best sex that she ever had in front of about 7,000 people. Um, but it clearly wasn't the guy that she, was sat, that she had come with <laughs> that was sat next to. Because when she was describing, the, you got to imagine that. You're in, when you go to a Tony Robbins seminar, right, you're in this big room for the people and they tier it based on what level of ticket you've paid. But... They have cameras everywhere, so the minute they zoom in on someone, like or Tony speaks to someone, the camera is on their face, so you can see them. And they camera people know what they're doing, so you can see them and you can <laughs> see the person that they're with, because they know the question that's coming. They knew it was coming, and they asked this woman, and he's got he's gone into it because he does this whole disruptive disruptive therapy. So he sinks people into their worst possible posi- position. And then throws them into, into, into a great one. Yeah. You know? And therefore, and the theory is, you know, you, you detach the sorrow and the bad feeling with them. Because you can't actually remember, that's, you can't recite that situation again without remembering what yeah. now is a new memory. So, <laughs> this woman's in the middle of her pain and he, talks, he asks her to talk about her, her, luck, her most explosive orgasm in front of 7,000 people, and the thing is she was like, oh no, but I can't, I can't, and he's like, but you just told 7,000 people about the worst possible situation yeah. in your life, the worst financial bit, so why can't you share something <clears throat> joyful? And she's yeah. like, and then he's gone around to everyone, and of course, he's like, going, oh, don't you wanna hear about her most explosive, and all the <laughs> whole room's like, yay, yeah, come on, you know? And then, so she starts talking about her most explosive orgasm, but the bit that got me, now, had me in stitches, because the camera zoomed in on her face, and then it panned up very slightly and caught her husband's face. Yeah, he was not living the same memory that she was living. as She was detailing. He doesn't it.
1: have that memory. No,
0: because it wasn't him. It was, he was not super ten on that day. So, I'm on the I'm on the I'm on the fence with it because I think. I, I, What's I, your I,
1: reasons for for telling?
0: Because. I wouldn't say explicitly go out your way. Right, it's not a conversation that I would that I would suggest you just broach out of the blue. Like, you know, hey, by the way, the best sex I've ever had wasn't you. It was this guy called Dave. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not saying you should, you should do that. But I think there's ways of sharing things with your partner um, that can be done in a way that doesn't completely rob them of their, their self-esteem, um, but allows you to explore something that was an experience for you. Right?
1: Yeah, like... I once tried this and yeah. I thought it was really, really good. And you might be like, I've tried this before and it was really, really good and I really want to explore that with you. But you don't have to say where uh, you okay, did that. Okay. You don't have to give details or, you know, <laughs> yeah, he, it he spun it. me around. And you, you don't have to do all of that. You could just be like, I once tried this and it was really great and I would really love to try that with you because uh, I want that experience okay.
0: with you. I'll, I'll, I'll relent and sink into your 80% on that one. Yeah, <laughs> fine, fine. I'll, I'll back yeah, off on it. I'll like, get it. Like, we just can't do that no but I do I do completely agree with the fact of sharing your experiences I think that that enhances that can only enhance your present day situation by letting your part present partner know exactly what it is that you like. Um, what it is that you tried and also what you'd like to try again I think that bit actually crucial but yeah I'll, I'll yeah, remember I'm pretty there.
1: competitive so if you tell me I'm going to try and beat that memory of
0: course like, <laughs> not beat it I want to erase it like <laughs> after me there should be no other by the time I'm done like you know Dave who <laughs> you know what I mean
1: don't tell me the name but just just tell me the actual things that made it the 10 there you go yeah? and then yeah, I you know. am going to make it 11
0: 15 <laughs> <laughs> Okay, uh, if your ex is a friend, or knows your previous, how should you handle that?
1: If an ex is my so friend. you've
0: retained the ex is your friend, and now you've got a new person.
1: Yeah.
0: And now your new person knows that this is your ex, and now all three of you are a nice little thruple. I like that. I've never used that word before, so I'm going to throw it in here. I heard it on Friends. Thruple. So <laughs> now that now you're a thruple. so. Do it, how really, do you handle that situation?
1: I personally don't have any exes that are friends. I have exes that I would say hello to and be cool with, mm-hmm. but not that would be a part of my life like that. My ex-husband is also a, in. And my my interpretation of our relationship is he's the father of my children, mm-hmm. and he's my ex-husband, but we don't have a friendship. It's not that, what are you saying? You're good, yeah? Come in for a cup of tea. Like, we don't do
0: all of that. I don't know how you do that. I mean, I've got... obviously got my ex-wife and I've got my eldest daughter's mum.
1: Yeah. And
0: our... our I'm going to use the word relationship because it is.
1: Yeah.
0: is—is—is as you said, it's that of parents of the children. So we talk about stuff to do with the kids. Um, you know, there's an invite that goes out for birthday parties and that yeah. sort of thing. Um, but from that not really I mean we have conversation. if there's things going on with the kids we'll have conversations around that if there's things going on with them that obviously yeah. is likely to affect the, ch- the kids then I'll talk to them about that if they if they so wish to or desire to mm. um, but I've always been one for I suppose keeping the lines clear yeah you know? um, and that was mainly more on apart from myself rather than anybody else it's just that I didn't I don't really like anyone being able to feel feeling that they can just wander into my world and tell me, what, yeah. tell me what I should do and what I shouldn't do. So therefore I make sure that I don't do the same in theirs. So yeah, no. Um,
1: I, I, I personally feel like it just depends, you know. I was always like, we're not friends. We, are, <clears throat> we co-parent. So mm-hmm. we do the pleasantries. And remember we were together for 18 years. So literally our whole adult lives yeah. Up until when we split, was together. So my, my relationship with his family, his relationship with my family, and so forth and whatever. So there was it took a while to understand that I just kind of wanted the, the boundary set. Mm. Because there was a point where there was no boundary. It was like, we were still very much... He would come babysit in my house with the kids there, and I would go out while he's in the house. And that kind of stuff and then it was like mm, yeah okay I'm now dating
0: yeah
1: I'm now dating so now this is not going to necessarily work for me in the same way that it would have worked with me as a single person so I put boundaries in specifically because of that yeah and I remember talking to mr. 6-3 about the boundaries and all this kind of stuff and like you know the relation his ex his um, son's mum and how they just kind of like severed it real quick we talk, mm-hmm. it's good, but we don't hang out. Don't hang out with my family. Don't do this, don't do that, blah, blah. It was very much specific. Whereas I wasn't like that, because in my household, growing up, I have my dad and my brother's dad. My brother's dad raised me. Yeah. So he lived with me, he raised me. My dad was present. My dad would come round, my mum would be like, you want food? And him and my stepdad would sit down and chill, talk, like, no issues. My aunt's ex-boyfriend would come round to mum's as well. Like It was just... just free of open house and I don't know if that's because back in that day of the sound systems everyone used to follow the same sound and hang out together so everyone knew each other yeah. but for me it was that that was my upbringing so I didn't see anything weird about it but as I've gotten older I'm very, I'm very much like how did you guys do that
0: you see I, I just hearing that now my situation is uh, so far, I'm going to say it was start at the top. So, like, with my with my ex-wife, I didn't demand that she renounce my surname when mm. we divorced because, you know, your children have that surname, and, and they yeah. want to have issues going in and out of the country and what have you, and what have you. So, it's very much I picked my battles rather than going to war. You know, when it comes around to, like, like you're saying there, when we first originally split, like, I came and saw the kids at the house and... It, it was that kind of party, I suppose. As things changed, boundaries got put in place. As mm. things got serious so on the side of things with Karen and what have you, then boundaries got put in place to manage and mitigate situa- situations. But I never, like, you know, separated the family. So, like, doubt shall not speak to my mother ever again. Yeah. You know? like, And my mum's house is very much the centre of the network. So, you know, on Christmas, we made sure that... We, we made sure because obviously we were together for 10 years. So mm. therefore the routines of going to Mamas at Christmas was set in stone. That's yeah. what we did. You know, so that was not just my routine and the kids' routine, but it was also hers. Yeah. You know, so I didn't want to take away things that were ritualistic because it was it wasn't the break the break although the break was painful, it wasn't done through malice. Yeah. So I didn't want to continue with malice, so to speak, or mm-hmm. start malice. So when it came to those sorts of things that like, to do with my mum's house. She was very much allowed to still yeah. come to my mum's house. I just navigated my way around it to make sure that when she was there, we weren't. Yeah. You know, and used my mum's house as almost like an exchange, point for the kids on special yeah. occasions and so on. So I get how, yeah, I get, especially when there are kids involved, I get how there's an extent, like your relationship goes into an extended period. Mm. And there are different degrees to do with that. When there are no kids involved, I think you've still got that, Option. I think you've got to start with your own end in mind. Like for me, I don't, I don't like extended animosity. It doesn't make any sense to me. So, especially when there are kids involved, I saw no point or nothing to be gained by me and their mum still warring over whatever had gone on before. Like our relationship was done in that respect. So to me, all of that stopped there. Mm. You know, there was no continuance of that. There was now. Now we're doing this in a sort of progressive format. Um, so, yeah, I don't know. It's a bit of a bit of a grey period yeah. for me. You know? So closeness. <laughs> Should you remain friends with an ex? And is it even possible?
1: It's possible. I think it is possible. I know lots of people that are friends with their ex. And when you say friends, are we talking like...
0: Come around for dinner, chill out, let's go catch a movie. Okay, that's a bit too much. <laughs> <laughs> You said movie, you've just pictured dark room, this and the other, making out in the back seat.
1: that was too much. Um, No, I mean, I'm trying to, I I always feel like it's so different when you have children. Because I would be okay with um, the boys' mum to come to the house, drop them off, and like if we're eating dinner, and I wouldn't have no problem saying, do you want something to eat? Yeah, of course. Like, I have no problems with that type of, and being able to go in in around my house with them having a conversation and me just being in the house, I wouldn't have a problem with that type of, but that's not really friends, is it? That's still just co-parenting and being polite. We're talking hanging out together? No.
0: I I think if you're going to do it, you have to first assess yourself. And understand what type of person you are. If you're the type of person that cannot keep a boundary for love nor money, then that is not the space that you say, need don't to be. Guys. You know, because that's <laughs> where the whole sex with an ex. You know, I, <laughs> I I slipped, I tripped, and I fell on his. That's where it all. That's where it all comes yeah. from. You know, so I think it's hard, and and it, it depends on, and it also when you open it up, it depends on a, ma- a number of things. So like, if someone has still got retained feelings for another person then having a sustained friendship after said relationship has, and I'm going to use ended in inverted commas here, because for one person, it hasn't, it's a dangerous place for you to be in. And my advice would you would be to run a mile, set as many boundaries as you can between you and that person, then give Mm. yourself some time to heal, you know, and equally so to the person that maybe hasn't got as deep a feelings, but you're very aware that somebody else has, you're entering into a very emotional, emotionally fueled and messy state um, because, obviously at some point in time someone's going to meet someone else and they're going to want to move on someone else is therefore going to feel that they've been led on particularly if they're holding holding a candle for someone and then it all gets very 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 messy no
1: I've got a question go on what about if Karen was good friends became good friends with one of your exes like like besties hanging out go spa days together See. how's that
0: it depends it depends I mean if you're talking one of the mothers to my children, then that actually don't doesn't repent. There wouldn't be a spa days, and it? it wouldn't be it wouldn't get it wouldn't get that deal because I wouldn't have it. Why? Because it's just, it's just it's just not how I want things to be. You know, it's just not for me personally. It's like I would <coughs> not say for argument's sake if like with my my ex wife and 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 Imani's mum's you know, mum. Know, for their partners I've gone out of my way to make sure that that wall isn't there with them mm-hmm. and that we can talk but again I've always put up very firm lines as to how I communicate mm-hmm. with my ex but they're present yeah. to make sure that the respect is there mm-hmm. for the for the for the guy you know so I've always made sure that I maintain that when you start becoming your ex is friends with... You. Your present is your friends with your ex, and you're coming home, and all the, the two of you are in there. Like, the stories of the, the past <coughs> are ultimately going to start coming up. People start discussing stuff. Yeah. And, you know, it's it's their perspective that they're now putting in, and that's how you let the ghost of the past slide, slide yeah. straight into your present day and start haunting your house. No, I wouldn't do it. I wouldn't do it. I mean, I have no problem with, like, Karen's got both numbers, and I'm sure that they yeah. talk, but, again, it's... It's mother to stepmother talk type yeah. of thing. And yes, if there's an event that's to do with the kids and so on, or affects the kids in terms of trans- who's transport transporting one to the other, et cetera. You know, I'd never turn someone away if they turn up for a birth- birthday party and go, okay, do you want some food or well, have You've got mm. no problem with that whatsoever. But, you know, talking about going besties and spa days and champagne and all that sort of <laughs> stuff to go, in, nah, I'm not, I'm not, we're not exchanging slippers. It's not, it's, it's, not, it's not the way it goes in my world at all. Okay, I cool. couldn't do uh, it.
1: Me neither. I, I just wanted to see what your take
0: on it was. No, I couldn't do it. I couldn't do it at all. Here's your favourite question. Okay. When relationships end, who gets the friends? <laughs> <laughs> I've been dying to you ask know, this. Yeah.
1: I. this. This is the trigger question for it me. Is. <laughs> um,
0: <clears throat> I'm loading and I'm shooting.
1: <laughs> <clears throat> okay. <clears throat> Whoever's friend it was first gets them in the <laughs> divorce. <laughs> See, I, I I do disagree
0: no, with that. No, you would disagree. I with do that. disagree with you that. You
1: would disagree with that. But you asked me the question, okay? And my thing is, whoever's whoever was friends first, mm. they get them in a divorce. I don't. Think, I personally don't believe, and I'm just being real honest. And this just might be me, and you guys might all come for me. But I'm just being honest. For me, you cannot be my friend and my ex's friend. You cannot you can't. Because there's things I'm gonna to want to share or I have shared with you about those experiences. And I don't need you having the same conversation with him and then basically having pillow talk with your partner about guess what? Oh my gosh, the drama. <laughs> like <laughs> you know I, talk you I just I can't. I just feel like you are my friend and Therefore, you're there for my support, and that's that. And I just don't get the whole being friends of both sides. I don't care how long they've been together. That's Mm. that. Simple. I told my friends already, and I told their partners as well. But if you two (laughs) separate, I'm not your friend anymore. I'm your friend because you're my friend's husband, or you're my friend's wife, and that is it. After, if there's a split, I will say hello. We're cordial, everything's cool, but we're not friends. You're not coming to hang out at my house not unless my friend says you can come <laughs>
0: there's, there's actually steam coming off their head ah. right now. <laughs>
1: <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> no but no I think I'd, that's just me and I know other people have different opinions but I know that people build relationships let's be mature mm. people do build relationships over a period of time especially with like me and you we both were in very long relationships so your friends would have developed friendships that are a bond and so forth but, I mean, we end friendships all the time. Like, just just cut that.
0: I think, um, <laughs> it's literally just as, as, as you were saying now, I'm just re- recording certain, a few situations that are kicked off in the past. I'm just like, okay, maybe I maybe I was a bit premature with taking the, um, the devil's advocate part on this one because I can't really do it justice because it's not true. It's <laughs> um,
1: another part of me winning 80%. Ah,
0: I, I don't know about winning. I'm not, not going to go that far. Um, I think that
1: it's hard, right? And I get that it's a hard situation for some people. But for me, I feel like there's a, there's a season, <laughs> there's a season, there's a reason, there's a lifetime. You are a season. If you don't stick with my friend for a lifetime, you get cut.
0: I think in the event where, cause as you said, people, like, if people have been together for long periods of time and you've... You've gone through, yeah, and you have like ritualistic sort of get-togethers. So you've got barbecues and birthdays and this and the other. Day. Mm. Everybody attends, and then you know notoriously the girls get to know each other really, really well, and the guys get to know each other really, really well. And then mm. when someone splits, there's that space where everyone's like, "What happens?" You know, who who, who are we allowed to talk to them? Or are we not? I don't, I don't, I don't think I would ever. <sighs> Can I even say that? I yeah I can I don't think I would ever come into a situation where I would tell someone directly a friend of mine you can't talk to an ex of mine mm-hmm. you know, at all you know I don't Agreed. think that um, I think if if I had a friend of mine that was particularly got particularly close friends with an ex of mine and was just like look like me and them are close then I'm like I'd be like you understand that we're friends but we now can't be because I ain't having that pillow talk kind of situation either whereby. I'm confiding in you with stuff, and then you're taking stuff back over to them. Like you you define your loyalties, and I think I've been in situations in the past where friends of mine, and I can think of one in particular, mm-hmm. where it was a bit of a bit of a messy split between the two of them. And technically speaking, I knew the woman in the situation longer. Yeah. But I, me and the guy became very, very, very close friends. Yeah. And I locked. I don't I say lock. I didn't lock her off, but I distanced myself immediately to make sure that everyone knew what my position and it was yeah. right from the start. No. Um, there, have been, <laughs> there have been situations in the past where people have stated, and this is going off another subject that I'm, I'm going to get onto now, in terms of friends of yours maybe making plays or getting being attracted to your ex.
1: Oh, that's a touchy one.
0: Yeah, what's your thoughts on that one? I'll say that before I go on to my... <laughs>
1: <laughs> right, okay, so this hasn't actually happened to me, but I do know this does happen. Mm-hmm. And um, I've heard many a story, Mr. Six-Free has told me many,
0: Yeah.
1: Um, many a story where a friend makes a play for an ex. Mm-hmm. It's a no-go zone.
0: Absolute no-fly zone.
1: It's a no-go zone. A no fi- I don't care how attractive the person is. I don't care if the person is Michael B. Jordan. Okay, I'll take that back. If it's Michael B. Jordan, I'm taking him. But... Nah. Uh, no, I nah. am. No, I am. Well, look, for I me, mean, I am. And as long as you ain't got no kids with him, it's school. No. No, on, those, on a serious note, we don't make plays for exes.
0: No. For, for, for we me, don't
1: even make plays with friends. We don't make plays for circles.
0: But for me and my circle, and that's even my extended circle, my ex is always off limits. I don't care how long ago it was. It's just, it's just not.
1: That's that's the rule, It's though. just
0: not. And it's not because of any feelings that I've got for the ex. It's now the feelings I would have brewing for you. Yeah. Because now you're in a position of distrust. Because as far as I'm concerned, you met them when the two, when the two of us were together. you have been sat there on the sideline playing like Mr... You know, and this is going back to the last episode, you guys circling around. You were the guys circling around the outskirts, you know, waiting for your opportunity, and now you're sliding in. now. Nah, yeah. like to me, that's be <laughs> there's, there's no there's no other way of putting it. That to me, we've got problems, yeah. um, and we can't be friends anymore, and we can't talk anymore. And I make Would that a Would you expect?
1: <laughs> Would you expect the ex to tell you that your friend made a move? Yes. Why, if you and an X are not together, what if she just played it off and said, "Yeah, I'm not interested," and that situation between her and the friend, she said, then we've interested. got then we've Do got no problem. Do you think prob- they would need to have still have a conversation saying, "You know, by the way, Tony talked to me." Okay, put it not way. I feel like, why would you come and tell me that?
0: Depends on kind of an ex. So, if it's just an ex and X that you know, I might pass, I might see you once in a while. Yeah. Like, then no, you've got no obligations to me whatsoever. Yeah. If we have kids together, however, mm-hmm. it's a very different circumstance for me. So, if one of my friends made a play for one of my exes that I've got kids with, we have an extended connection here. Yeah. You know? And that that's, goes up and up to so at least 18 and beyond. Yeah. So, yes, in that respect, if someone made a play for you, I would expect you to tell me. Mm-hmm. You know? And yes, you need to expect that if you didn't, we've got a problem. Yeah. No. As well as said friend would no longer be friend anymore and we'd have a very serious problem. Yeah. Know? But, yeah, I would expect you to tell me.
1: Yeah. I was under the illusion that it was just a rule across the board. But after having many conversations and also talking to friends and stuff, it actually is a thing. Not everyone really <clears throat> lays out those rules with their friendships that you don't step on... You don't do that. It's just a no-go zone.
0: People expect it to be a given, you know. But it's like with everything, like if it's not laid out clearly and categorically, mm. it's a grey area. And everybody else, everybody else's understanding is everybody else's understanding, and the two can differ. Mm. Uh, don't get me wrong. I get how situations like that happen. You know, I've been in the past where you, you know, you've you've got to get with one person. Um, they've brought you to a family function or mm. a birthday, and you bump into one of their friends. You're like, Should have met you first. You know? like, <laughs> kicking yourself because, you know. But I get how it can happen, and I get how, especially if you're talking to each other, as I said, really ritualistically every year, and this and the other going to barbecue, same birthdays, and you've got the opportunity to interact. I get how bonds can occur. But for me, there's just. I don't care less how, thing, how much you think if the friendship between me and you is worth anything then that should be enough for you to go I missed the boat mm. you know? or be man enough number one to come and tell me first and be prepared that you know what, that's the end of the line because I probably, I, I don't think knowing me that there would be a way through for me on that yeah okay, let's hmm. So <laughs> that brings us to the end of today's episode there is a part two I had to break this one into, (laughs) yeah, I'm looking at the bits that are coming up next, and I didn't think that next, what's going to be next week's topic, I didn't want it to get swallowed, um, and just, yeah, I didn't want it to get swallowed, I wanted it to stand by itself, so, yeah, we're going to end this one right here, so, thank you so much for watching, thank Thank you so much for listening, thank you so much for following, subscribing and supporting. Um, that's us out for this week Um, we will see you next week in the forwards take care
1: peace